we like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for July 17th, 2023. I'll get right into it with our updated group prayer list of current event prayer points. This is part two. Uh, we split the current event prayers into two parts, which makes it more um, doable regarding the audios that I'm putting out. The, the This one had gotten so voluminous and large that it was almost impractical to try to pray at the start of a particular given audio. So this is part two. I'll go ahead and open us up. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for your intervention regarding all the weather warfare to destroy, to destroy crop yields and create famine and this whole <laughs> climate change lies and debacle lord we pray for all the lies regarding the whole climate change agenda to be absolutely totally annihilated and destroyed for god's intervention regarding the wildfires up in canada um caused by directed energy weapons attack arsonists these types of things and all the wicked plants surrounding this to be destroyed for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs nextrad doppler ultrasound weather manipulation and nasa blast wave accelerators for the destruction and neutralization of all radiation sources, especially 4G, 5G, 6G radiations coming from base stations, towers, smart meters, smartphones, etc. And the thousands of satellites being launched, sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth. Specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, OmniSpace, Amazon, and EarthNow. And for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs. <clears throat> For the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide, for the destruction of the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere, for the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them, for the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine, the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries, for God to stop and defeat the demiurge, the god of chaos who seeks to destroy all of humanity and infest humans with AI parasites, primarily via the DNA defiling vaccines. For the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among defile, exploit, and murder or infiltrate humanity. For the stoppage of all illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming into the U.S. and elsewhere. And for the stoppage and exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere. For the stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada. For the eradication worldwide of all plain deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere and for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks like Protasia and Nambla. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of all the children in prison in these satanic torture centers, for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement, and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies, and for the protection of all infants, teenagers, children and adults caught in these evil networks and for the eradication of all adult and child pornography bestiality pornography and snuff film sources and businesses for the eradication of all abortion clinics and planned parenthood centers worldwide and the stripping of all powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees for the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide to try to bring in more evil death and destruction <clears throat> for the stoppage of the south african genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in africa for god to neutralize and stop and destroy or stop the nuclear Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide. We pray against the internet kill switch implementation and the full implementation of the real ID 2023 for the destruction of the plans 
and wickedness of high-level governments and politicians everywhere for the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati, for the canceling of any big brother draconian changes taking place worldwide against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere, for the destruction of all wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers, for the destruction of all wicked factions of the music and entertainment industries to be eradicated, <clears throat> for the eradication of, of the Vatican Pope and Catholicism, uh, and that the Catholics would be saved, and for the satanic ritual abuse and MK Ultra mind control victims that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them, and for the wicked factions of the public universities and the public school systems to be turned to righteousness. For the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. And for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies. And to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any other wicked things that the globalist elite may have also gotten into our bodies and we lose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will and we bind up every devil demon evil entity or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petition petitions or angels and command them to go where jesus christ tells them to go and command that none can can come to take their place in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen okay so uh i've had this actual information here for a long time and i have mentioned this in one previous teaching and I'll give you the link to that, but it's it's a pretty old one. It's from 2009, but it's what we're going to be talking about just for the next little while is cremation, and is it biblical or is it not? <clears throat> now, these are a couple verses from Amos, wisdom from the book of Amos regarding cremation. Amos 2.1 in verse 2, it says, Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Moab and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof. So God's saying right off the bat that there's four transgressions and evidently they're so egregious in God's eyes that he is not going to turn away the punishment thereof. Now, I don't think it's any one particular thing. It's, it's a combination of all four that is the reason. But the first one that's listed right out of the gate in verse one, continuing it says, because he burned the bones of the king of Edom into lime. Okay, so that doesn't sound like something that God is advocating. Okay, then in the, in uh, verse two, meaning cremation, he burned the bones of the king of Edom in the lime. Verse two, but I will send a fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the palaces of Kiroth, and Moab shall die with tumult, with shouting, and with the sound of the trumpet. Now, he didn't mention any of the other transgressions out of the gate. He only mentioned this one in the first verse and then evidently it, it's sounding like here um i will send fire upon moab almost like because he burned the bones of the king of edom into lime and you have to do that with fire god's going to send fire on moab and it shall devour the palaces of kiroth and moab shall die in a tumult with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet so right out of the gate that doesn't sound like a really good endorsement from god you know what I did here is I posted my, I did a brief teaching on cremation before, um, and I, I give you the links to that. We talked about 
This is all the way from 2009. It's listener question and answers part one, two, and three. Right now, I just kind of incorporate those types of things into the current event studies. Uh, but in the teaching, I talked about uh, cremation, you know, holy water, the Catholics use. Um, I imagine probably orthodoxy does the same thing. The Lord's Supper, the human spirit, saints, devices, the goth movement, abortion as a blood sacrifice, God slaying the wicked, Francis Bacon and the KJV, debunking the gauging theory, the Book of Enoch question, Thomas Paine exposed, and uh, can we utter the name of pagan deities, mortgages, debt, and the Christian? The vessels of wrath fitted for God's destruction, false prophets exposed, and how to identify them. Those are the subjects I covered, and it's a part three teaching. But cremation, I think, is the first one I talked about. Now, probably going to be a little bit redundant because we're going to be talking about that again. This was a um, report from uh, 2008, and it was entitled Unbiblical Cremation Gaining Favor. This is from a Baptist website. An article in the Associated Baptist Press in 2001 observed that as cremation becomes more popular in the United States, fewer people are asking serious theological questions about the practice. In other words, oh, everybody's doing it. It's really becoming popular. It's way cheaper, I'm, I'm, you know, and than a burial. So as it becomes more popular, then less people are questioning it. It's just like the whole thing about, you could say that about anything that maybe God would view as not, good or sin as it becomes more mainstream your the churches in particular the 501c3 corporate churches are going to question those practices less and less because they're going to go along to get along for the most part not all but for the most part the article cited baptist ministers bob beck and leroy leroy summers of the dallas fort worth texas area who said they hear no theological objections to creation these days evidently i guess from their parishioners this reflects a dramatic change in american society in 1913 the year the cremation association of america was formed there were only 10,000 cremations in all the united states in 1913 only 10,000 by 1999 and it's probably far more now, the number had risen to 595,000 cremations. So almost, oh, like, almost 0.6 million, you know, cremations, as opposed to, I mean, doing the math here, you're looking at, I don't know, 86 or so years later you're getting you go from 10,000 cremations in America I understand the population's risen but okay it hasn't risen that much <laughs> where this is this is way out of proportion in other words you go from 10,000 cremations in 1913 to almost you know 600,000 in 1999 now who knows what it is now um or in at it's also another way of expressing that is 25% of all deaths were, uh, the bodies were cremated. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's way higher now. And by 2005, it was up to 778,000 or 31% of all 
burials or deaths were uh, that. So as things get more wicked and you know you look around and, and evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse deceiving and being deceived should we look at mainstream practices that are gaining more and more favor and that were one time looked upon as a very bad should we look at that as a good trend like oh it's probably biblical because obviously the world is trending in a much more biblical direction okay that's total sarcasm but saying that to prove a point now the the rest of the report uh yeah you can look that up there um the next little report cremation what does god think 10 biblical reasons to reject cremation number one cremation has a heathen origin and purpose that's the number one two god's people have always practiced burial see genesis 23 1 through 4 Genesis 25, 8 through 10. Genesis 35, 19 through 20. Genesis 49, 33. Genesis 50, 50, 26, etc. Number three, even when burial was difficult, God's people practiced burial, not cremation. Okay, where's that talked about? Genesis 50, verses 24 and 25. Exodus 13, 19. Joshua 24, 32. I mean, just one, one set of those verses this was not easy what was said here genesis 50 20 uh 50 verse 24 and joseph said unto his brethren i die i mean i guess he's dying and god will surely visit you and bring you up out of this land unto the land which he swore unto abraham isaac and to jacob um and joseph took an oath to of the children of israel saying god will surely visit you and ye shall carry up my bones from thence he didn't want to be buried in egypt and so Joseph died being 110 years old and they embalmed him and he was and he was put in a coffin in um, Egypt. But they carried his body up and buried him where it was instructed. Okay, so this is really cool regarding that. Um, just some things, and I'll probably copy and paste this in there. Um, where was Joseph buried in the book of Genesis? The book of Genesis ends with the words, Joseph died at the age of 110 and they embalmed him and he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. And yet, Joseph is ultimately buried in Shechem, or Nab Nablus, in the Holy Land. Uh, how did he end up there? The story of Joseph's coffin is an incredible story of hope, miracles, and prayer. Now, this wasn't easy. In, in other words, you know, they could have just cremated him, which would have probably been a very common Egyptian practice, and, you know, scattered his ashes. That was not even talked about. That was not even an option, okay? And... If anybody could have succumbed to the pressures of pagan culture, it would have been Joseph. What like second or you know, third right hand man of the of the Pharaoh and all this other stuff. I mean, that's all he had known for a very, very long time. Yet he did not succumb to that pressure. Why did Joseph want to be buried in the promised land? Like his father Jacob, who also died in Egypt, Joseph wanted to be buried in the promised land. But unlike his father, whose body was embalmed and taken to Hebron directly after his passing, Joseph had to wait 139 years until the Jews left Egypt and were able to actually fulfill the promise. So in other words, he wanted to be taken right then, but for one reason or another, he that promise didn't get fulfilled until 139 years later. But they didn't cremate him, <laughs> but his body was kind of like in a holding pattern 
until that promise could be fulfilled. The late Dr. Zivi Alan, one of Israel's foremost archaeologists, described Joseph's tomb, meaning this is confirmation that he actually really did get buried in the promised land. He described Joseph's tomb as, quote, one of the tombs whose location is known with the uttermost degree of certainty. Meaning there is no conjecture about, oh, did Joseph get, did his, did his last dying wish to be buried essentially in the promised land, did that not get fulfilled? No, it's, it's known with the utmost degree of certainty and is based on continuous documentation since biblical times. Um, anyway, I think that's really, really, really cool stuff. And Exodus 13, 19, the, the book, you know, after Genesis, which that's how the book of Genesis ends with the verses I just read you literally the last verse of genesis genesis 50 26 the first book of the bible says so joseph died being 110 years old and they embalmed him and he was put in a coffin in egypt but his body was in a holding pattern you know the, the film was being developed it, it wasn't um this was just temporary and then we go to the next book in exodus exodus 13 19 According to uh, that in Joshua 24, 32, the bones, his bones, Joseph's bones, were buried at Shechem in a parcel of ground which Jacob brought from the sons of Hamor. And we see that in Joshua 24, 32, which has traditionally been identified with the site as Joseph's tomb and before Jacob and all his family moved to Egypt. So just some interesting stuff there. It, and I know that's kind of, it's not off topic, but it's kind of going down a, a rabbit trail, I guess. Um, I will... I'm going to go ahead and just copy and paste this into the PDF. What I did is I, I copied and pasted the link that you could click on where you get all that information that I just read you um, near the top. But anyway, point three about cremation. Even when burial was difficult, God's people practiced it. I mean, when he had to wait 138 years <laughs> to finally take his bones and, and, and his body to... You know, the promised land to do is Joseph. I mean, that was a very difficult, ultimately a very, very difficult request. But they honored it. Moses honored it directly, it said, in uh, Exodus uh, 13, 19. So, um, yeah. Burial, okay, point four. Burial looks forward to resurrection, according to Romans 8, 22 through 23. 1 Corinthians 15, 20 through 23, and verses 51 and 57. So, burial looks forward to resurrection, whereas cremation doesn't. Cremation's pagan. It's it's always been. Number five, God practices burial. See Deuteronomy 34, 5 and 6, which says, And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. I have caused thee to see it with thine eyes. But thou shall know shall not go over thither. So Moses, the servants of the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, over against Belpeor. Bel, but no man knoweth of his sepulchre unto this day. Okay, so um again burial is clearly indicated it didn't say he cremated his body and burial is the way it's always been and the bible says to seek ye the old paths wherein is wisdom to not remove the old landmarks 
Okay, these are biblical tenets and principles. And I, I just think that the modern day church is so far removed from so many biblical uh, principles that it's a big reason why people that identify as Christians, that whole the whole movement of Christianity is in the shape that it's in. It's just getting away. This is just one example of that that we're, we're going over today here. Okay, six, cremation is a sign of God's curse. Yeah, I mean, you, you can look at Sodom and Gomorrah. They were pretty much cremated. <laughs> God's most severe judgment. Numbers, I mean, uh, basically in Numbers 16, God had the earth open her mouth and swallow up these men that were basically going against God and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up in their houses and all the men that appertain unto Korah and all their goods I mean that's some serious stuff there uh, they and all that appertain to them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation I mean that is some really seriously terrifying stuff there okay and all of Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up. Also, there came out a fire from the Lord and consumed 250 men that offered incense, meaning, I guess, incense to other gods. That is cremation. Okay, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, and it goes on and on of why, why this all happened. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's not exactly a... Uh, glowing endorsement for cremation number seven for a person not to have a proper burial was a dishonor according to first kings 21 23 and 24 psalm 83 verses 9 and 10 eight the christian's body belongs to god according to first corinthians 6 19 through 20 nine god calls cremation wickedness well that's we read that verse amos 2 1 and 10 jesus was buried okay uh, John 19, 38 through 42. Okay, so just some things to think about there. And um, regarding cremation, not something that I would ever advise to do um, for the reasons that we mentioned. Okay, now let's get into the next part. And I know that some are going to say, oh man, this is getting redundant. This is the third week in a row. You've covered this. The thing is, we're going to be covering Sound of Freedom again bombshell more bombshell revelations now as compelling and overwhelming as the information i've already presented in the first two and i, I believe it is i mean I, I guess i'm biased but as compelling as that information is this information that i'm covering today is just totally bombshell and one of the reasons that i'm really really going after the subject and, and hammering this subject is because of the implications of following this movement where is it being funded what are the histories behind tim ballard jim caviezel um their, their movements that they started operation underground railroad tim ballard who's a staunch mormon and glenn beck the nazarene fund those are the two places that if you're going to send money regarding if you watch the sound of silence and, you, and you're going to send money that's i'm sure where they're 
I mean, this is the, the they established supposedly the Nazarene Fund and Operation Underground Railroad years ago to supposedly combat child sex trafficking. Okay, so that's the money. And where else are they pointing to? You are going to be shocked when you find out who is connected, what is connected with all of this, the players that are connected. As overwhelming, I feel as though the first two studies were, this is far surpasses anything I've covered. And I just think that because this subject is the most nearest and dearest to God's heart regarding protection of the children, sexual molestation of the children, you know, child sacrifice, and I've said that many times in my broadcast, I, I think that this time and effort are owed to this. I've also gotten more hate mail over this subject than I can really remember. I mean, vitriolic. You're gonna burn in hell. Assaulting this man of God. You've shown yourself to be basically the devil that you are. I mean, I, most of them, I read the first few lines and I just, you know, I'm out. I, 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 it doesn't matter what evidently you put in front of some people regarding overwhelming information and knowledge. Uh, confirmation, documentation, and we're going to give you even more today. I mean, we're going to give you on a level that I haven't even given in the first two. Because as more people are, are looking into this and researching this, the ones that are honest and are, and are willing to do honest research and don't have all of a sudden their, their blinders on, say, oh, this has got to be good, this has got, this has got to be wonderful. Anything that would expose child sex trafficking has to be put. Listen, I think it's great that the light is put on this subject. Wonderful. But there are so many red flags surrounding the men and the organizations around from the actors to the money people to the producers to the funding to our own government. There are so many red flags that you need to be made aware of and to understand fully, to be able to fully understand the devices of Satan because there are so many at play here. Why? Because of what the Bible says, lest he get an advantage of us. We are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. We don't want to be destroyed for lack of knowledge, according to Hosea 4.6. And you wouldn't want to be putting your money to whatever remedy they're providing you because your your money is is we're responsible for where our money ends up i believe and you want to sow into good ground and i'm telling you right now you're not sowing into good ground if you give money to these to whatever remedy a movie like the sign of silence is telling you now if you were doing your own thing and you had some other Maybe charity that you would vet it on the side that we're going. Okay, that's one thing. But I'm talking about what they're where they're telling you the remedy is, and it's not just the money. It's it's about uh, oh, if if somebody goes missing, you call this hotline or whatever. We're going to be looking at all that. How this is so intricately tied in with our governments, and it's all about the whole right left paradigm. Coke, Pepsi, good versus evil. The government. And even above the government, the Illuminati, they will be control. They try to control both sides of everything. 
in the government they do it's no different oh we're we're going to create this task force that supposedly or hotline or whatever that supposedly and we'll have all of our front men that seem very 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 sincere and we're gonna we're going to go ahead and um have all of your tips and all all the things you hear or whatever if you see something say something call our hotlines do this do that send your money here do this do that and it's they're controlling both sides though so many times they're the ones procuring them for their own sick desires because the globalist elite that's just the way they roll and i've covered that many many times and yet supposedly they're giving us the remedy that's supposedly fighting all of this thing and, and it's not fighting it it is not i'm not saying every single person in these organizations are bad people but they're hamstrung their hands ultimately at the end of the day are tied behind their backs they're not going to be able to go after the big big players they're going to be limited they're going to have some low-level bus maybe things of this nature but they're not going to be able to go after the kingpins because the kingpins are the ones in control and they're the ones in control of this whole thing so i'm going to be, i'm going to be playing several videos here which are confirmatory and this is just really important information for us to know about not being deceived so the sound of freedom movies gigantic controversy bombshell revelations angel studios who are the mormons that produce the sound of freedom are direct are directing people to clinton podesta ngos non-governmental organizations that's where they're directing one of the main remedies regarding the sound of freedom clinton podesta we're talking two of the biggest they, they don't just molest children they sadistically molest them torture them cut their bodies up terrify them slit their throats at the at the at the maximum uh point of terror and drink their blood i've got into the reports before anthony weiner's laptop the ones that saw it several of the of the police that saw it the 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 video of hillary and uh huma abedin that was on the dark web evidently was on anthony weiner's laptop what they did to that girl i'm not going to describe it it's beyond anything that you can even comprehend it is so evil so twisted so sick it just makes me want to weep when i saw it I, I, oh i didn't see it i i refuse to watch it the bible says i'll set no wicked thing before my eyes i don't want to see anything like that i don't even want i don't want to put it before my eyes i don't even want to hear the audio i i don't i don't i'm afraid i would be devastated for it like i couldn't do anything um so really be careful what you set before your eyes but i've received confirmation from many in many sources that that video is real and that's just one time this is how they this is how they have fun and angel studios who are the mormons that produce sound of freedom are directing people to clinton podesta ngos and P podesta you could do a whole thing i've done whole things on podesta key and hillary clinton key and podesta key and uh comment ping pong pizza the whole nine all that stuff i've done multiple reports on all of this stuff 
child molesters is not a strong enough word these they don't just molest the children they brutally torture them and then they kill them okay and this is where ultimately they're being directed it's like the spider in the middle of the web and you're like okay this is the remedy go to the spider go to this black widow spider that's going to kill you mercilessly we must not allow our emotions to blind us from logic and reason the clintons and the podestas and their friends are demonstrably involved in the criminal side of child sex trafficking this group manages and runs polaris the icmec and the m the ncmec we're going to hear all about this in multiple videos okay so again if you're if you're already like i don't believe any of this well okay but you might want to listen to the information because it's it's not conjecture i mean th these are these are easily traceable things if you're if you're doing your homework angel studios producer of sound of freedom is directing people to these same entities as a way to supposedly combat child sex trafficking fox guarding the hen house okay going to satan for a remedy is what they're doing carlos slim is the billionaire who has who has been funding tim ballard's operation tim ballard is the guy that the sound of silence is based on jim caviezel plays tim ballard carlos slim who we're going to learn a lot about is one of the main he's a billionaire who's been funding tim ballard's operation tim ballard the mormon glenn beck's tied in with it he's a mormon they're the ones that have operation underground railroad and the nazarene fund place where you can send all your money and watch it disappear and go bye-bye pedophilia is now the hidden hand is how the hidden hand controls their puppet politicians yeah blackmail and this type of stuff the same cabal is pushing a totalitarian surveillance state as well as the idea of microchipping your children to keep them safe so we're going to be looking at this from several different sources uh let's go ahead and play the first one here many good-hearted people have strong emotions about the environment and their emotions are so strong that they have been manipulated by a corrupt government to castrate themselves and castrate their own children to save the earth from climate change this should teach us something about our emotions they can blind us from logic and reason and we all have them this report but this is the, the bible verses about what i quoted about the heart the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it so you want to pray that you're guided by the holy spirit you know uh, not our own heart now i'm not saying your heart will always deceive you if, if you're if you're in alignment with the lord and his desires and these types of things yeah okay but i'm saying this is a subject it would be very very easy to let emotions take over and hitch your wagon to the whole sound of silence tim ballard jim caviezel whole thing and overlook so many gargantuan 900 pound gorillas that are in the room that we're going to be talking more about today it's not a critique of the film the sound of freedom i saw this film and i appreciate that it is bringing awareness to a subject that i personally have very strong emotions about I, i'm sorry sound of freedom i, I was probably saying sound of silence i don't know why 
report is about a clear red flag that people should be aware of so that we don't allow our emotions to blind us from logic and reason. According to MK Ultra whistleblowers, the CIA acquired children for Project Monarch by cataloging child pornography sent through the U.S. mail. And the only thing that's changed since then is that the world has gone digital. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, or the NCMEC, went international in 1999. The ICMEC was launched by Hillary Clinton and Tony Blair. That's the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So John Walsh, I believe, had a ton to do with the NCMEC. And Hillary and... Uh, Hillary Clinton and um, Tony Blair and others had everything to do with the ICMEC that was also launched in 1995. And again, this is like the grand van dam of evil and wickedness on planet Earth. Yes, you can entrust Hillary's going to do the right thing regarding trafficking of children. No, this was the network where they could control it all at the top and procure children just like the nc mec is as well and we're going to be looking at that with richard branson acting as a founding sponsor it is now partnered with law enforcement in over 150 territories including interpol so i mean you've got people that are the most wicked devils on the planet and they're the ones partnering with law enforcement in order to supposedly stop child sex trafficking and protect these children doesn't work that way it's the exact opposite of what it portrays in 2009 the clinton global initiative partnered with the polaris project and by 2014 they created a global modern-day slavery database of organizations in 199 countries to monitor human trafficking. Also in 2009, Amber Ready Incorporated selected the Podesta Group, the infamous pedophile art collectors right. of the WikiLeaks Podesta email yes. scandal. The, the comet ping pong, the, the whole Podestas and, you know, I did, again, just keen Podesta. <laughs> In the keyword search box i've done tons of studies i mean these and they're showing this artwork these are some of the most de deviant perverse evil wicked people on planet earth and they're the ones in charge of this stuff of these organizations supposedly uh protecting our children to be their pr company where they were responsible for promoting amber ready's cell phone yeah. technology amber alerts Okay, and what Amber Alerts do primarily, and I'm not saying every single Amber Alert or whatever is bad, but what it does is it gives people a false sense of security like, oh, I got this alert on my phone and some girl they said was just abducted, you know, 80 miles away and it's in a red whatever, red car or something. It makes you think that there's only one or two kids being abducted every once in a while over the planet because you don't get them all the time and it what it i think what it does is it gives people a false sense of security that there's really not that many kids being abducted when the reality is it's probably like i believe according to their own statistics in upwards of eight hundred thousand a year and who knows it may be more just to, just in america alone or people at least go missing 
which created a database of children so that if they ever were abducted, their information was already on file. Once this child database syndicate was launched, human trafficking increased. Within nine years... Yes. Okay, so that's really good fruit. Once these NCMC and ICMC, CEMC, um, International one and the other, one of them was Clinton and the Podestas, and the other one was... Um, John Walsh, and we're going to be talking about him, the America's Most Wanted guy, and uh, other people that were helping him. Once that happened, uh, the uh, sex trafficking evidently exploded, okay? Because they were now they were able to control both sides unhindered. Now, let's just, I'm going to back it up a hair. Increased. Within nine years, okay. was launched. Human trafficking increased. Right. Within nine years, the human trafficking industry went from around $30 billion a year to $150 billion a year. It's one of the biggest businesses on planet Earth. That's another gigantic motivating factor. Here's the money. So if these supposed wonderful institutions manned by the likes of like Hillary Clinton and the Podestas and these types of deviant devils, if they were doing a good job why would you have this explosion in the sex trafficking and, and the explosion in profits? Well, it's because they were never put there. They were, they were put there to do the exact opposite, to perpetuate it, to make money, to control the flow of these children and to be able to procure them easier. Nearly all child pornography is processed and stored within this framework on foreign servers in Sweden. In 2014, President Obama assigned the task of how to manage this gathered intelligence data to John Podesta. <laughs> the Clintons, the Podestas, and their friends are demonstrably involved on the criminal side of child sex trafficking. If this is news to you, I recommend my report from 2019, Are the Clintons Involved in Human Trafficking?, which is based on the well-researched article by Corey Diggs. And it is this group who manage and run Polaris, the ICMEC, and the NCMEC. And these are the same groups that Angel Studios, producers of The Sound of Freedom, are directing people to as a way to combat child trafficking. The billionaire who has been funding Tim Ballard's operation is Carlos Slim, who has also funded Hillary Clinton and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I mean, if, if this isn't sick, I don't know what is. I mean, this, this is so unbelievably bombshell and evil and wicked. I mean, but I, again, this is why a lot of times letting things play out a little bit when something breaks, like the Sound of Silence is wise, because then more and more facts come out and more and more research comes out, more and more easily verifiable research comes out, as we're seeing. And if you believe that the Democrats are the problem, then I recommend you look into the Franklin cover-up. Well, if you believe the Democrats are just the problem, they're they're part of it, obviously. But the Republicans and the Democrats, two same side, two sides of the same wicked coin. I don't. I am not saying though that all Republicans are are wicked evil people. I'm saying that people at the top. Here they show a Bohemian Grove meeting, and um, you've got Ronald Reagan sitting here, Nixon sitting here, these big heavy bigwigs back in the day, right in front of one of these gigantic redwood trees and they're all on the same team at the end of the day the bohemian grove pedophilia 
is how the hidden hand controls their politician puppets. Awareness of this horrific problem is good, and perhaps Angel Studios is unaware of who they are promoting. But if we think that the same NGOs whose efforts increased the child sex trade by 500% will somehow end child sex slavery, then maybe we are too emotional to think clearly. And that's a problem, because this same cabal is pushing a totalitarian surveillance state. They're already pushing the idea of microchipping your children to keep them safe. Yeah, and here's a, what if your child is missing? I've gotten these, over, I've, I've reported on this. It's a, it's a flyer that was hand, handed out by the Freemasons. And it says, what if your child is missing? Do you have your child's current information immediately available? Find out how you can protect your children now. And they're microchipping them. Like you microchip your pets. Well, they're doing the same thing. Public safety events sponsored by the Freemasons. And we're gonna, that's an, also another common theme with this. And without logic and reason, the people will demand it. And our children will be more- and They got a whole website set up. TNChip, TNChip.org. Like Tennessee Chip, and then it has the Freemason logo in the middle. Tennessee Chip, Child Identification Program. Helping Tennessee children stay safe. Oh yeah, right. Slaved than ever. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Okay, so we have that. Now let's go further. Uh, the hit movie Sound of Freedom and the hit sh streaming show The Chosen are just two of the properties produced by um, Mormon-owned Angel Studios in Utah. The Mormons who own and operate the highly successful Angel Studios in Provo, Utah, could not be happier with the opening run of their new hit Sound of Freedom at the box office. It took third place with $40 million opening, I guess, day. Their hit streaming show, The Chosen, is no slouch either. The studio is named after... Okay, so Angel Studios is named after the Angel Moroni, who started, or at least helped start, Mormonism with Joseph Smith in 1830. Okay, now, Kean um, Mormon in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you'll see my teaching I did on Mormonism and how incredibly dangerous it is. And what was told by Joseph Smith by this angel and all this other stuff was the most unbiblical garbage you can imagine. And this is how that devil death cult got started. Okay, back in 1830. The Bible says in Galatians 1.18, but though we or an angel from heaven, like this angel Moroni, which was probably a fallen angel, preach any other gospel unto you than that we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. So this angel Moroni, let him be accursed because it's a false gospel. Mormonism is 100% a false devil death cult and has nothing to do with the Bible. Ah, but who cares if the Mormons are behind these things, right? We're all Christians, right? And who cares if the Roman Catholic star of The Chosen who plays Jesus just launched a prayer app called Hallow to let you pray the rosary with him, right? Because all this is facts. These are, these are all linked reports. Wrong. You should care about these things. You shouldn't support heretical groups pretending to be Christian who preach another gospel worn about by the Apostle Paul. That goes for the Roman Catholic Church every bit as much as it does for Mormons. Uh, speaking of the chosen, the Deseret News says, speaking at the Utah State University in March, uh, Jenkins, who, um, let me just see here. 
one one of the people they were talking about, Jenkins. Um, Jenkins said that he had witnessed that the chosen brings people of different faiths and different religions together in remarkable ways. Now, if this chosen thing, the series they've done, which we've talked a lot about, given to us by these wonderful Mormons, if this thing was biblical, why wouldn't it be dividing? Because Jesus Christ said, think not that I come to be peace but a sword. Okay? The gospel will divide you. This is why it's hated unlike any other religion on the planet. True, real, Bible-believing Christianity, which teaches that you are saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And that it's only through the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. They do not like that exclusivity. Other religions do not like that exclusivity. Other religions, which are the broad way, and many there be that go thereat, those other religions are the broad way that leads you to hell, that teach works-based, man-centered religion. You get there by your own works, whether you think you're going to paradise, nirvana, heaven, wherever. Okay, works will follow salvation. Good works, they should. But it's not of works. Salvation is not of works, lest any man should boast. Not by works of righteousness righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us so that's the difference between true bible believing christianity and all the other isms in the world why if this rose this chosen thing was right how could it be uniting people you know how how, how is that possible uh it, it brings people of different faiths and religions together in remarkable ways well that just shows me it's based on lies. It's unbiblical. It's heretical. Then he goes on to say, to me, one of the joys of this project is seeing the religious walls that come down when we're, foc when we're focused on Jesus himself. It's not the Jesus of the Bible, though. It's this Mormon-created whatever the chosen is presented. It's this lukewarm, you know. It's another Jesus, which the Bible talks about where it says, let him be accursed. Another gospel, another Jesus. And then he goes on to say, it's been so beautiful to watch. Yeah, it's been so beautiful to watch as you contaminate and, you know, try to damn as many people as possible is what it really boils down to. First Corinthians, or Second Corinthians 6, 14 and 15 says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. The Bible's very, very clear in that. But, see they're mormons they're putting out this thing supposedly about jesus in the bible they are unbelievers they don't believe the gospel you got you know their perverted version um of whatever gospel they think is mormon um you've got the pearl of great price you've got the book of mormon you've got all these extra biblical books that they use which always take precedence over the bible because you know you're gonna have tons of contradictions contradictions so the bible's very very clear be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what hath what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness and what concord or agreement hath christ with belial or the devil or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel an infidel is a non-believer in jesus and christianity or at least the biblical version 
And Amos 3.3 says, it's, you, you need to be careful because can two walk together except they be agreed? Yeah, you start yoking up with these unbelievers and start, again, this is going to be the whole emphasis and the premise of the coming new world order. Oh, let's lay aside our theological differences and all come, come together to fight the, the wicked bad cabal. Which is a very, very common theme I'm seeing now in um, the supposed truth movement. Be really careful because I don't think that truth movement is going to end in a good place. And I do not see Bible for the world having some big, gigantic, great revival prior to the tribulation happening. We're not quite there yet, but we, we could be very close. I don't see Bible for it. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Be very careful who you yoke up with is what that means. The Harmon Brothers are the founders of Angel Studios and the creators of The Chosen and The Sound of Freedom movie. The Harmon Brothers are Mormons and the Mormon Church are the investors for The Chosen. The Chosen is pushing quotes from the Book of Mormon into the series. <laughs> okay, gigantic red flag. Mormons believe God was a physical man uh, and then who had sex with Mary. And then she had um, God was a physical man that had sex with Mary, and that she then she had Jesus. No, that is not what the Bible teaches. They also believe Jesus had three wives, and that Joseph Smith is the descendant of Jesus. This is the kind of blasphemous, heretical things that Mormonism teaches. Now, again, I I post my link here to Mormonism Exposed Part One and Two, or you can look it up at ContendingForTruth.com. And within this report, they also had another thing they were advertising, and it's it's entitled, Did the Catholic Church Give Us the Bible? Um, and it says, there is not one history of the Bible, but two. One is the history of God preserving his word through his people. The other is the devil using the Roman Catholic Church to pervert the gospel through her, quote, scholars. Written in a down-to-earth style and packed with cartoon illustrations by Jack Chick, Daniel shows that the Bibles Rome gave us clearly are counterfeits designed to eliminate God's preserved words in English in the King James. You will see why the King James is the only Bible you can trust. Okay, so yeah, there's that book there. If, if you uh, if you want to avail yourself to that, I'll give you the link to that. All right, so let's go further. Huge red flags. Why are Christians flocking to the Sound of Freedom film? But uh, in today, we're going to talk about something that has been blowing up my Facebook messages and, and pretty much all the social media messages that I received. This is On Point Preparedness, the, the Christian show. And that is the Sound of Freedom movie, uh, which is starring Jim Caviezel. It is, uh, you, you probably know as well on your social media feeds that it is just being shared like crazy. And it seems as though the primary audience is... Christians. And so I want to look at this and show you why I believe this is actually not the not the movie in and of itself is a deception, but I believe this movie is part of many tools that the enemy is going to be using for a very big and great and broad delusion and deception. Now this is this is a really touchy subject. Uh, I'm not afraid to go after it because 
there's again I said this is one of many tools that the enemy is using to try to bring about this great delusion if we look at lots of the other strong delusion of second Thessalonians chapter 2 I and I, I yes I do really believe that this is part of that as well it's another reason I'm, I'm so hammering this subject using lots of other movies I believe our spiritual enemy is using moralism as a way to snare Christians to be unequally yoked with the world. Exactly. So I've done a video, I'll yep. link it later in the YouTube description box, about what moralism is. If you actually look it up as well, moralism is, is really just about if you're a moral person, you know, it seems like you're heaven bound. Uh, people that don't really even know the gospel of Jesus Christ. As long as you're moral, you know, you have a good feeling about yourself that you're going the right way. Actually, when I was a former Catholic, and I, I left Catholicism because I realized that it's not the true gospel, uh, that was one of my beliefs. You know, I just thought, well, I'm a good person. You know, I'm moral. I'm going to go to heaven. And so what the enemy is doing is he's painting this very black and white picture for the world. There's the totalitarian, tyrannical elite, uh, this secret cabal, these people like in the movie Sound of Freedom. They're involved in these child rings, these ped rings. Um, they're the ones that are locking people up in, in their homes in the lockdowns and everything else like that. Uh, they're the ones that are stealing our wealth. You, know, you just go on and on and on. Very, very blatant types of evil. The left woke agenda. And he's saying, those are the people that are bad. The, that is the true devil. But if you fight against those things, you're God's children. And so he's painting this very black and white picture, and it's, it's really not that. Because the people that are acting moral and are acting righteous are not in Christ Jesus either. But yet, they are convincing true believers in Christ, or infants in Christ, or people who are on the fence, to get yoked up with them. And it's a very, very dangerous thing. And so I'll explain all of that here. But again, Sound of Freedom is just one of many tools the enemy is using to create this delusion. And it's very, very touchy. Remember, our enemy is cunning. And he's, you know, the Bible says specifically that, you know, do not take him as a slouch. Do not, do not think that, um, you know, you've got it all figured out. Like, he's very, very sly in his approach. And so what he's doing is, on issues of, like, abortion, on movies such as The Chosen, movies such as Jesus Revolution, movies such as Sound of Freedom. I mean, in all these cases... Again, Jesus Revolution did a whole series on that, too. I'll do a little bit of each one. You know, abortion, of course. Like, Christians should say that abortion is wrong. Um, if people want to, you know, try to stand by abortion clinics and lead people to Christ and convince them not to abort their babies, those are all good things. I'm not saying that Christians shouldn't be engaged in that whatsoever. The problem becomes is when abortion is raised up on this political pedestal and Christians start to engage in organizations and with people and they actually start to have interfaith prayer because yes. it's not just Christians that are right. against abortion I mean other faiths as well are against abortion and so Christians will actually start praying with other faiths they'll be praying with other denominations of Christianity that have false gospels and so there there is the real danger at least for the, the like abortion topic for the chosen we're not gonna cover this at nauseum because I've already done it before 
<laughs> that is full of um, you know people that are involved in Mormonism. Uh, it's it it has a lot of um, people that are engaged in New Age and Catholicism. So you know outside of the movie itself, and, and by all means, there's there's things sneaking into the movie that are unbiblical as well. But all these figureheads and all the popular people out of the Chosen. They are running their own sideshows, and all the fan base are following them, and they're actually leading people to believe in destructive heresies. Uh, it's it's very similar to the the Jesus Revolution movie, which also has uh, Jonathan Rui or Rumi or whatever his last name is. So again, these all these things are leading Christians to follow people that don't have the true Jesus. They have a false Jesus. And these people are very much talking and preaching about how we need to take down the tyrannical elite. So again, this very black and white. Oh, the, the tyrannical people, they're evil. But if you're against them, you're righteous. So let's look at how the Sound of Freedom movie plays into this. Because it is extreme when you actually start digging. So full disclosure, you know, I haven't seen the movie, and I said before, the movie in and of itself is not a bad thing to watch. This ped rings and child rings, I think they do exist. I'm not saying that they don't exist. Uh, I, it's it's horrible to even think of, right? We don't even want to contemplate these things. Um, so if you wanted to go see the movie just for the movie's sake, you know, I'm not saying that that's wrong. But what I see again is this overwhelming trend of people gravitating to the people that are publicizing this and promoting this movie and those people are very dangerous and unfortunately they're getting lots of publicity lots and lots of it so let's take a look and show you some of the things that I've dug up here so Sound of Freedom it's not just a select theaters type of movie that's just minuscule. Um, if you check this from ABC News, scroll down here, the movie has proven to be an unexpected box office hit since its release. The movie had an opening day gross of 14.2 million and then went on to earn another 18.2 million over its first weekend. It held the second spot at the July 12 box office trailing behind only Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible. Um, that's So again, this is not just a little thing. This is a very big movie and that's probably why I definitely have seen it all over social media mm -hmm. and perhaps you have as well. Uh, this is being promoted by Angel Studios, uh, which we're not going to get into them, but just to show you the gravity of this as well, for any of you that are on Twitter, 71.7 million views of this particular tweet that is that is huge we're, we're talking about a lot of eyes consuming this material and being um, subjected to people like Jim Caviezel Tim Ballard um, Mel Gibson which we'll, we'll get to in a second here I don't want to cover Tim Ballard a lot you know this is uh, he's the person who was um, this is the movie, it was based off of him, based off of a true story. We will be covering him at length. Uh, but he's actually Mormon. And if you look at some of the things that he's teaching, and he's going around on all the shows, 
right? So he's you know talking about Christian esque Christian esque stuff in addition to this movie, um, and it's it's Mormonism, which is a false gospel if you actually look into the true beliefs of Mormonism. And just for example, um, my friend Aaron shared this. This is him on the Joseph Smith Foundation website, Mor or YouTube channel, Mormon YouTube channel. And this is where... Remember, Joseph Smith was the founder of Mormonism, okay, that we just talked about. The whole Angel Maroney, Joseph Mormon, supposedly dug up a whole bunch of golden plates, and that's what was how Mormonism got started. So he is literally here doing an audio through the Joseph Smith Foundation on YouTube. Okay, it doesn't get any more Mormon than that. And we know that Mormonism is a false gospel. Uh, a lot of Mormons, including himself, are defending the occult symbols and Freemasonry and why inverted pentagrams on the LDS Mormon temples. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no problems there. I mean, inverted pentagrams and all the Freemasonic symbolism. From what I've seen, there's a pretty good likelihood that when Joseph Moore, uh, Smith was killed while he was in jail... Um, I, I think Bill Schneblin did a really good uh, report on this. And again, I'm not pointing people to Bill Schneblin. He's went full, I don't know, Hebrew roots. But um, he got into that, and Joseph Smith was a Freemason. And what was contended, and you know how you have to take all those blood oaths and Freemasonry. You know, I can't give up the secrets of the lodge or all my tongue ripped out and whatever. My entrails exposed to the sun fire or the sun and, you know, stuff like that. All those fun blood oaths they take, which are so biblical. Um, and basically what he said happened is that when he was in jail, the Freemasons got to him and gunned him down, I think in jail. And that that's that's who killed them because they were enacting the blood oaths that, that he had sworn to uphold and masonry is just repackaged freemason or i'm sorry mormonism is repackaged freemasonry okay a lot of the tokens and the handshakes and the symbology these pagan evil wicked symbology is um directly from freemasonry and they weren't real happy about him starting his own death cult and ripping off a whole bunch of the quote secrets from the Freemasons. So they killed him. And Bill Schneblin said that when he was this high level occultist, that he was always told that if you ever get into um, any kind of real problems with your witchcraft, with, with things not working, with your life falling apart, you always have a safe haven in the Mormon church. And that's exactly what he did. He had this problem from Christians that were praying for him, and he lost all his powers, and he fled to the Mormon Church in in Salt Lake City, um, in order to try to get you know his uh, I don't know satanic underpinnings back properly. <laughs> Ultimately, he got saved. Praise God. Well, then again, I see where he's at now, and you know have to question a lot of things because he looks like a Orthodox um, rabbi now, and. Um, you know anyway um he probably gave one of the best accounts though about mormonism and the whole i mean he 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 said that when he went into mormonism he said he was already at a very he got to a very very high level very quickly because he already was a high level freemason and he was able to like just jump the line because he already knew all the 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 tokens and the handshakes and the and the all the stuff that you do you know he had the, uh, the Ovaltine secret decoder ring, 
so to speak. And he was able to jump to the front of the line and get really, really high in, in the Mormon church because he knew all these occult secrets, which is what Mormonism is built off, and which was just a ripoff of the Freemasons. So anyway, I just want to throw that in. Actually, not a bad thing. So I was, if you want to look this up, you can. Um, here's a title. You can screenshot that or come back later. Um, but so he's uh, he's he's doing a video wire inverted pentagrams, which is basically the symbol for black magic. Okay, inverted pentagrams, a uh, the star symbol with the um, the the tip instead of pointing up, which would be symbolic of Wiccan or good witchcraft when there's no such thing. Black witchcraft is when you have the inverted symbol down with the, the tip of it down. Okay, that's black witchcraft. He's literally doing a video entitled on the Joseph Smith Foundation. This is Tim Ballard. This is the guy that the Sound of Silence movie was about. The Mormon, Tim Ballard. Why are inverted pentagrams on the LDS Mormon temples? So he's going to do a, a video justifying this satanic symbol and be an apologist for Satan, essentially. So this is the this is the caliber of person that Tim Ballard actually is, okay. But about the first, about the first minute here, this is all him talking about how there were certain symbols and occult knowledge that the ancient Israelites and Jesus Christ himself taught. Okay, so supposedly Jesus Christ taught this, and again, we're getting into super super blasphemous territory here. Jesus Christ never never taught you to to use the inverted pentagram or these other symbols or these other things that like the Freemasons do. That's all lies. There's no Bible for it whatsoever. It's totally lies from the Mormon devil death cult. That these were somehow passed through um, perhaps to the Masons. And he talks about how the fraternity type of Masonry today is not what masonry used to be and how you know masonry had deep roots in a lot of these symbols that again ancient israelites jesus christ and the apostles knew about so again it's it's very very bad stuff and you'll see that him and like everyone surrounding this movie is dangerous spiritually they're they're anti-christ meaning they're against christ they're there to absolutely 100% give you their um, satanic version of what they believe Jesus Christ is. It doesn't match anything in the Word of God in the King James Bible. It doesn't do that at all. And therefore, they are Antichrist. They aren't, they aren't the Antichrist, capital A, but the Bible says there's many Antichrists, and he, is, he represents the Antichrist spirit, okay? Tim Ballard is ultimately there by doing even a video like this. This is all I knew about him. I, I, this is all I have to know to know that he wants the demons that possess him. The demons that possess him. I'm not even, let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. But the demons that possess him because he's so deluded from being deceived by his own heart. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof the ways of death. Those demons want to get you into hellfire. And Tim Ballard is a mouthpiece for those demons. Okay. Which ultimately, their main goal is to get you into hellfire. Uh, and that's just a fact. Yeah, they're, they're posing as servants of righteousness. Yes. 
But when you actually look into their beliefs and look at what they're promoting, they're, they're not. They're actually false gospels. Uh, here's Glenn Beck, who is also Mormon. And you can see here, he is one of the um, people that has funded, uh, in some way, shape, or form, this movie and helped to get it up off the ground. Yeah. So this has been floating around social media. I don't know. It shows a picture of him, ch ch Stop Child Sex Trafficking, Glenn Beck, Tim Ballard, media personality Glenn Beck raised the funds so that Tim Ballard could quit his job and rescue children in Columbia. Yeah, we're going to be looking at that. We're going to be looking at that. Beck's pivotal role was part of the original Sound of Freedom script. And you're going to see he's just one of the many evil... I, I, I could probably do a full... Probably a three or four part study just on going after Glenn Beck. And exposing all the wicked garbage that he has put out. I got into a little bit last week. I've got a big old file on the guy. It's all it's all facts that are out there. It's all from his own books, his own quotes. We're not making anything up. He's a devil. He's also of the spirit of Antichrist. And guess who he's yoked up with? Good old Tim Ballard. And they're the ones that have the Nazarene and Operation Underground Railroad, which is where these films are saying, if you're going to put your money to rescue these children, put it into these two organizations because we're doing our level best. Yeah, really? Yeah, really? We're going to be looking at that as well. Um, to what degree he funded it. But it says media personality Glenn Beck raised the funds so that Tim Ballard could quit his job and rescue children in Columbia. Yeah. Beck's pivotal role was part of the original Sound of Freedom script. So again, Glenn Beck is probably high up in the Mormon church. Um, Tim Ballard likely as well. Probably no accident that the two got joined together. But again, we see we see Mormonism in the uh, a lot of the people that produce the Chosen. Uh, we see them here. And again, the movies themselves may not be the exact issue, but they're going around all these uh, right-wing um talk shows and saying much more things about the faith and and leading exactly. people to believe that they're it's like, like a gateway drug you know it's it's like the gateway drug okay you smoke a little pot and then a lot of times that can lead to other stuff okay and that's what i'm talking about it's it's the door it's the doorway that gets you into their belief systems they're you yoking up with them not so subtly Okay, you coming into alignment with them, and then all of a sudden you think they're good people. Oh well, then they couldn't be a part of a bad religion. I mean, they're good guys, right? I mean, look, they're they're rescuing children. Oh, really? Are they really? We're again, we're going to be looking at that. Some type of or, or to follow them and and to follow what they have to say. Let's look a little bit more. Jason Shirka. So just uh, if you look at his channel. He says, I am grateful to be an executive producer on this powerful film that's going to help wake up the world very fast to one of many truths humanity must become aware of. Okay, so he's an executive producer in The Sound of Freedom. Okay, so this is the executive producer of the show. Uh, if we look at him, and let me bring... Oh, actually, one second here. Here they are. Thought I had them up, but let's open them up right now. Jason Shirka. We did it. This is what happens when we come together and stand up for truth. We the people united in truth, love, and light. Mm. So many of you who 
think about light workers, uh, that is a terminology that's yep. frequently associated with new age principles. Yep. Um, you know, being a light worker, uh, collective consciousness, things like that. Right. Uh, if you if you don't think that's uh, orienting us towards you know what his beliefs are. There's some additional screenshots again, thanks to Lydia and Aaron, uh, some of my friends who provided these. Okay, so just to talk about that, just for a sec, again, this whole thing about, again, and I'm looking at the the ad for um, the experience Clay Clark's reverse Davos, August 25th of this year, 25th and 26th. It's at Craig Ranch Amphitheater, in North Las Vegas, Nevada. It's and it's the great awakening, the great reawakening versus the great reset. And it shows the bad guys over here, the great reset, the COVID-19 agenda, Klaus Schwab, uh, Bill Gates, Yuval Harari, Barack Obama, Zuckerberg, George Soros, these are the bad and they are the bad guys obviously. Okay, but remember, right left paradigm they give us one side, they give us the other. And then it has the great reawakening. All these wonderful people. General Flynn, please key, key him into my thing. That Simone Gold lady who is a total devil that we we expose for the whole doctor's freedom thing. Uh, Mike Lindell, my pillow guy. All these people in the, in the freedom. And so many of these people are yoked up with the new age. Or are yoking, or even if they portray themselves as Christian, they're they're totally yoking up with this new age doctors network that's supposedly fighting the bad guys. This is all part of that. This whole sound of freedom thing is also part of that. Okay, that's another reason I'm doing so much on this today because I realize that this totally ties in with everything I've been warning my listeners about regarding the subject for the last I don't know. Really, since COVID got to be a big thing, and then these freedom doctors emerged, and, oh, we're fighting the wicked cabal. Listen, I'm all for fighting the wicked cabal, but I'm also going to be very, very cognizant about who I yoke up with, and what and what are the belief systems of who I'm yoking up with. Isn't that going to be what brings us into the new world order? Yeah, it is. It's, oh, we're fighting the wicked cabal, and, and we're going to overcome them, and you know, then you're going to have a lot of other things commingled, they, Ascended Masters and the UFO Disclosure Movement and all these other things that we've talked about. And these are all the figureheads that are going to be at the top is the liaison between humanity and the Antichrist and that Antichrist system and all the tentacles surrounding it. They're all going to be on this team, so just be very, very careful who you hitch your wagon to. Okay, but yeah, the um, alright, so let's go back to this report. Jason Circa on his website unified uh let's see here the well let's just do this one first jason sugar each of us holds the power to break free from the illusion of control and become the sovereign creator of our reality oh really where's the bible for that the sovereign creator of our reality really i mean the reality is is if you're unsaved you're hanging over hell by a thread and, and it would only take you know you dying to realize that real quick, that you're not the sovereign creator of anything. But what is this based on? Sounds like a lot of pride to me. And, and if we're to break free from the illusion of control and become sovereign creator of a reality, number one, there's no Bible for that. And number two, if we were to break free from this whole delusional system that we're in, 
I really believe the only way to truly do that is through the Lord Jesus Christ, which would, which would imply you humbling yourself, which would imply you saying, you know, Lord, I can't do this. This, this, this demonic mechanism, this antichrist mechanism that's, you know, there, it's too much for me, God, to, to be able to figure out or to try to comprehend or to, it's why I'm always praying to the Lord for wisdom, understanding, knowledge, you know, to be able to just weed through this unbelievable deception that's at play right now. This is all man-centered. This is all pride-centered. This is all, look what I can do. I can be the sovereign creator of my reality? Are you kidding me? That's, it's total lies. We can do nothing apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. We are nothing apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. And I personally don't want to be anything apart from him. Because if I thought that way, then it would just, I would be in delusion. So again, that, um, that is really a statement. Um, and again, it, it follows the idea of light workers and consciousness and, you know, things that are essentially like new age principles. And we're going to empower ourselves to take our power back, illuminate the truth and awaken humanity through awareness. I mean, this is all new age buzzwords that he's using new age, great awakening. And again, this is going to be the main thrust and premise of what gets us under the control of the Antichrist from a global perspective. This is the essence of the strong delusion that's, that is here and that is coming. Because the wicked cabal are re really easy to identify. I mean, you look at all the wicked stuff these guys that we just mentioned and all the wicked politicians are doing. It's like they're being obnoxiously over-the-top wicked so that humanity will identify that as wicked and then be able to get on the other team, which will also be given to you by Satan at the end of the day, which I'm sure is going to have millions of well-meaning people. But unfortunately, it's still two sides of the same wicked coin. And that's where we're going to get under the control of the Antichrist and the false prophet. And the tentacles, all the alien agenda, ascended master, tentacles, all under the guise of fighting the wicked cabal and overcoming it. We're going to awaken humanity through awareness we're going to take back our power. We're going to illuminate the truth. We're going to be the sovereign creator of reality. A big shift is upon us. I'm reading this Jason Shurka's thing. Okay. Um, this is, I mean, this red flag after red flag after red flag. So again, it's just, you have to, you have to really look at the trends. You know, the chosen, extremely viral and popular film. Sound of Freedom, extremely popular now. Uh, Jesus Revolution, um, it had its moment. I don't think it was as popular as these past two. But again, just all these people, it's its like, it, it's just circulating around this thing. And you have to see the spiritual trend that's going on here. Uh, it, it's very much caked in New Age. It's very much caked in yep. uh, different um, denominations of Christianity that have false gospels. Yep. Um, let's see. And again, you have that Freedom Doctor movement. And, I mean, with the Freedom Doctor movement, again, I just described a little bit of it, but, I mean, it's there's probably 30, 40 people, they have just heads are, that are part of this, that they're just showing here, Carrie Madaj, and, and, I mean, she's totally new age, and Tenpenny, and, and a lot of these people. And then Alex Jones is at the bottom with Roseanne Barr. They're one of the two 
people they're highlighting at this Las Vegas Sin City event with General Flynn, who praised the Michael Ar Michael the Archangel, Roger Stone, that deviant sex pervert swinger. And I'm not saying anything that's not true. It's all well documented. We're going to be getting into that in the next part. There are so many people yoked up with the New Age here. I don't want to. I don't want to my my wagon hitched to this train. As a Christian, I don't want to have it hitched to this train. This is wickedness. You know all the the absolute total rank blasphemy and heresy that Alex Jones has put out. We got into that a little bit again last study. This is not the way a Christian needs to be going. We need to avoid this like the plague. Yeah, let's just skip this one. So basically, that's Jason Shirka. All right, let's look at the next thing that I got here for you. Jim Caviezel, oh, so obviously the main star of this, and he's pretty much the one going on all the talk show hosts. I've covered him a whole bunch of times, but for the sake of people who don't really know who he is and why he's spiritually dangerous, uh, I figure I'll just touch on him just a little bit. So Jim Caviezel is Catholic, and he is very much a supporter of orienting people to Mary as the co-redeemer and the, yes. the co-mediatrix. Yes. So actually listen to what he has to say here. This is in line with Catholic doctrine. Now so, this this video is entitled um I mean it, it's it's the the YouTube channel is Franciscan Friars. Okay, which are the sect of of Catholics that are these extremely good fry cooks. I mean, these guys, they can they can cook that batter fry, that fish in French fries and stuff. I mean, they guys can, they're, they're fry cooks extraordinaire is what they are. Oh, sorry, a little, little humor there. Anyway, Franciscan Friars, and the it's entitled Jim Caviezel's Tribute to the Virgin Mary, Mother of All Peoples. Okay, so you're going to hear it right. And this is the guy that I'm getting death threats, basically saying I'm going to be burning in hell because I've went against this man of God. If you don't know, you know, why Catholicism is a false gospel. Uh, if you look at their beliefs towards Mary, they'll say, oh, no, we still believe in Jesus as our savior and our redeemer and our mediator. No, they don't. But yeah. they say Mary was sinless. Mary was the co-redeemer. Yeah. Mary they say is the media one of the best tracks you can get on this to disprove this is it's called why is mary crying you can get it at chick.com like jack chick chick.com it's one of their tracks it's called why is mary crying and it shows how she took sin offerings and you know all this other stuff and 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 it just shows you in the bible that she wasn't sinless and that she wasn't her co-redeemer and that she wasn't equal to Jesus and all this other stuff. So it's it's a very good thing. I, I will send that to Catholics and stuff. Of all graces, I mean, really, really blasphemous types of things. And he says it here in these clips. So let's just have a listen real quick. This will be about a minute. 1827. In the final scene, Mary becomes a living Pietà, holding the dead body of her divine son. She looks, she looks to us, to us all as our, as our loving, loving co-redemptrix. Co-redemptrix. Again, nowhere in the Bible does it say that Mary is the co, meaning you have to go through her and Jesus. Actually, the Baltimore Catechism, which is where the Catholics get brainwashed at early ages, um, teaches that in order to get to Jesus, 
you have to go through Mary because she's the mother of Jesus and it show, what it does in the Baltimore Catechism is it shows Jesus on this throne and he's just, he's seething with anger and he's just so angry and it shows how Mary is actually the one that intercedes on our behalf to Jesus to calm him down so that Jesus will accept us. That's how it's portrayed. So Mary's actually more important because you can't even get to Jesus unless you go through Mary and she's the only one that can appease him and calm him down because she's his mother. Okay, so this is the kind of rank blasphemy that Catholicism teaches, just one of the hundreds of examples. Suffered in union with Jesus. She suffered in union with, how did she suffer in union? I didn't see Mary up on the cross with Jesus. I didn't see that, I must have missed that part. So she suffered and she's a co-redeemer. That's what he said. It calls us all to appreciate the price of our redemption. There are a lot of deep Again, there's no Bible for any of this, though. None. Rank blasphemous heresy. Logical truths that Mel Gibson wove into the passion of the Christ. Ah, that Mel Gibson, another staunch Catholic, wove into the, the passion of Christ. And many of his other movies, which are Catholic recruiting tools. Mel Gibson. Okay? Uh, which, again, is all part of getting people involved in false religion and works-based religion. And the Catholic devil death cult is the biggest pseudo-Christian black devil death cult on the planet. Okay? That teaches works. You save yourself. You know? Eh, Jesus is kind of in there a little bit, somewhere along the lines. But you got to do a lot of other stuff. You know, Mary's involved and purgatory and limbo and, and, and you know, indulgences and the seven sacraments and keeping all that and works based and going to confession and transubstantiation with a Catholic communion host. And all. There's a whole bunch of stuff involved where you're working your way to heaven. I mean, you know, Mary's just one part of it. In this, In this chaotic, chaotic confused, confused age, age, ladies and gentlemen, we need truth. And he's, he is the most confused and he's giving us lies, which is so ironic from what's coming out of his mouth. Mr. Sad Sack Jim Caviezel. And it is true that Mary is the co-redemptrix. Oh, it is not true, you devil. There. The media, mediatrix of all graces. We don't go to Mary to get anything. Okay? Love Mary. Can't wait to see her in heaven. Got nothing against Mary. But she is not the mediatrix of any grace that we go to get from a biblical standpoint, okay? And I'm sure if she's aware of any of this, what's going on on planet Earth, and I don't know if she is because, of, you know, I'm not sure all the dynamics going on in heaven, but she would be very, very grieved if she knew all this garbage was going on. She is the co-redemptrix, which means co-redeemer. She's, it's almost putting her equal with Jesus. And she is the mediatrix or mediator of all graces. <laughs> Let me just back it up. Total lies. But see, Jim Caviezel's always so sad and so serious and so sad sack. And he's just always so, oh, he's got to be sincere. Look at how much he loves the children and all this other stuff. And I'm, I'm here to tell you guys, um, I'm not buying it at this point. What, what I found out about this whole situation, I don't buy any of it. I don't trust anything mainstream to give me a biblical remedy for anything. Advocate for all humanity. No, she's my devil. 
I call him a devil. I'm sorry. I, I, this is rank blasphemy. Am I going to call him a brother in Christ when he is teaching some rank evil blasphemy? The Bible says this is another gospel. He is literally commingling. You have to go through Mary to get to Jesus. That is another gospel. And according to the word of God, let Jim Caviezel be a curse because he's preaching another gospel and he's reaching millions. And now he's going to reach even more millions because of the Sound of Silence film. Prayer. That the Pope, the Pope will proclaim, proclaim this, this truth, truth as a Marian dogma. He's already done that. He's already proclaimed the Marian dogma. This is already part of the Boston, Baltimore Catechism. This has already been done. So that, so that every, every single, single living, living human, human being will know, know that they, they have, have a spiritual, spiritual mother that loves them. Oh, what lies, what evil, to wickedness. To bring them. So she's the intercessor. I mean, you see, this, this is just really, really bad. But, I mean... At the core of Catholic doctrine, I mean, I think it was Pope John Paul II. I mean, this is this is in Catholic doctrine. This isn't just yeah. Jim Caviezel going on a wild card here and saying these things. I mean, there are liturgies by the popes which say these things. Mary as the co-redeemer. Mary as the co-redemptrix. Mary as the um, mediatrix of all graces. Where the Bible says man only has one mediator between him and God. And that's Jesus. Yep, that's it. All right, so the, it goes on to like the 48-minute mark. You can avail yourself to the rest of this. I, I got to get going. I'm way behind already on what I'm trying to cover here. Uh, let's Okay, so let's go further. Let's look at this from another angle. It just gets worse and worse. Who financed the Sound of Freedom movie? We heard a little bit about that, but now we're going to go in much greater depth. You will be shocked. See the connections between the NCMEC which uh, uh, it's it's the national uh, one for child exploitation. This is the one that um, I believe John Walsh had a lot to do with the inception of. Polaris, the Clinton Foundation, the Sound of Freedom Move Me, the Flynn Network, and so much more. Okay, I think this video is long overdue. I am going to explain the link between the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, as well as the... Pol which is, again, the NCMEC... Um, that's what that stands for. Human trafficking hotline, how it connects back to the... The Polaris operates the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Okay, so again, this is all the fox guarding... The satanic fox guarding the hen house. Every bit of what's surrounding this is all that. And foundation. And then we're going to connect it all back to the sound of freedom and the entire deceptive network that is pushing this film and the facts the most convicting facts that they are choosing yes. to ignore cognitive dissonance this is why people get upset when their beliefs are challenged these are these people that are emailing me saying i'm going to burn in hell because i'm going against the sound of freedom movie or whatever this is cognitive dissonance in action okay a mental conflict occurs when the beliefs are contraindicated by new information and again, the, the movie gets you all up in arms. Oh, oh I, I've, I've got to go. And listen, I think it's great that it's creating awareness about the child sex trafficking. Okay. I think that's wonderful. I think that is good. Okay. But therefore you align yourself with them, with the creators of the movie. And then therefore in your mind, you're so emotionally overwhelmed. You think that they've got to all be good guys. And I'm, I'm a devil for possibly exposing it. Okay. And mental conflict occurs when beliefs are contra contradicted 
by new information. This conflict activates areas of the brain involved in personal identity and emotional response to threats. The brain's alarm goes off when a person feels threatened on a deeply personal and emotional level, causing them to shut down and disregard any rational evidence, like what I'm trying to present today in the last two weeks, that contradicts what they previously regarded as the truth. Now, obviously, the vast, vast majority of my listeners would not fall into this classification. I'm just talking about the ones that have been vehemently attacking me over this. Okay, and it doesn't matter what I show them. It's just irrelevant because, you know, it doesn't matter. All we highlight some of their hypocrisy along the way. All right, buckle up, Buttercup. The greatest legacy you can leave is to make... What about let her rip tater chip? ...for your children. Until now, there has been no such place to which one could turn in order to try to find and help these children. (laughs) I'm delighted to have the opportunity to help launch the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children... John Walsh, America's Most Wanted, who had his kid abducted. Adam Walsh, okay, Ronald Reagan, okay, all these people. This was when it started. This is when this is when actually statistically speaking, according to the video we watched earlier, it was from this point on when this and the ICMEC started. I believe it was you know um, 1999 around there. That is when um, a lot of this stuff. Uh, actually started exploding as far as the child sex trafficking network that's when it started exploding when they truly had the big 900 pound gorilla fox in the hen house guarding the hen house that's when this really went through the roof boys for children 1-800 the lost call the number on your screen right now we have technology to age photographs of missing children these operators do god's work I owe so much to the National Center. They saved my life. I'm Jenny Luxton, the official spokesperson for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. I'm driven. We're going to bring him home. Code Adam was established as a tribute to my son. The new cyber tip line will be using the internet to help catch... That's John Walsh. You're hearing talk about a lot of this in this this whole rescuing children. And we're going to be... Again, I did a whole... I've done a couple different sections on him in previous teachings. I'm going to read you the table of contents from those sections, and you can avail yourself to that information. He's also a devil. He's also part of this. And again, it's all controlled opposition. They, they, they control the opposition by giving you both sides of the narrative. Right, left, Coke, Pepsi, they're both totally controlled. Satan is in control. That's like the puppet master on the string controlling both sides. Child predators who operate online. They were the major advocates behind the Amber Alert. Their work brought me home. We dedicated as the children's building. But this is a building of hope. Thank you. John Walsh became a national figure in 1981 when his six-year-old son Adam was abducted from a department store. You may remember him as the host of America's Most Wanted, but he also founded the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children as part of legislation that the Walshes helped push through Congress. There is recent controversy surrounding his story as his daughter has come forward yes. speaking out. I haven't had time. I to- played the clip from his daughter who basically implicated him in 100% stealing her own child through basically the police and C- uh, CPS, Child Protective Service, which is also probably the largest child procurement arm of the wicked government to feed into the child molester networks where they can disappear children okay john walsh is part of that 
John Walsh used CPS and the uh, local sheriff in Florida to go get her child, his own daughter's child. And again, that's covered in the teachings. I will give you the links for those. Ravel, that's uh, truth or not. So I'm not going to focus on that. I just want to focus on the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. President Bush signed the Adam Walsh Child Protection and Safety Act of 2006, which did have harsher penalties for offenders, but it also created a new National Child Abuse Registry, and this gave Child Protective Service professionals access to this information. Okay, now, I wanted to look up the history for NCMEC, or National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, John Walsh, in 1984... Uh, John and Revy Walsh and other child advocates founded the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So it was 1984. And then I believe it was in 1999 that the one that Hillary Clinton did, the international one, the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children, Hillary's and the Podestas. That was, I believe, in 1999. So this is what we're dealing with here. When to have the dates right. We know that we always have to read through the lines with legislation that looks good on the surface. The CPS makes money from stealing children or kidnapping your children for money. There is federal funding in place for the CPS to kidnap our children. This is too small to see, so I took a screenshot to zoom in. It is the Adoption and Legal Guardianship Incentive Payment Program. Okay, they are making $40 million, $36 million by this incentive program. So they gave the CPS access to this database that links to quote unquote abuse. And then they put federal funding in place to uh, rehome your child. And as many of us know, there have been reports that these children have also been trafficked and just not in good care uh, when they're taken by the CPS. So the NCMEC uh, connects back to Lockheed Martin, but also Peter Thiel and Palantir Technologies. Peter Thiel's Palantir had listed some of its clients as the CIA, DHS, FBI, CDC, uh, some military, and also the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Since 2010, Palantir has partnered with NCMEC, providing our data integration software in support of its mission to help find missing children, reduce sexual exploitation, and prevent future victimization. So Peter Thiel has intelligence on the missing and abused children. All right, let's keep moving. Amber Ready Inc. sold software and kits to parents to keep a profile about their child in case they went missing. They selected the Podesta Group to be their PR firm. Working with Amber Ready to help inspire nationwide support for their innovative child safety solution should prove to be a very exciting and gratifying, stated Ed Rothschild, a principal of the Podesta Group. And here is a screenshot of the PR release in case you uh, want it for your own records. We also know that Brian Podesta is an NCMEC business analyst. Here is a screenshot of his resume that he was a senior analyst at NCMEC. I did also find a video of a woman doing some research and sharing uh, as she tried to connect this Brian Podesta to John Podesta. And look what we have here. We have Jane, Brian, and PJ, his brother, 
at a White House lawn party in the early 90s with Bill Clinton. A photo from the 90s was somehow tucked away in one of our bookshelves. Visit to some party on the White House lawn when Jane Podesta and I still had two of our three kids at home. Where does the time go? Now this is in the early 90s, guys. How do you think they got to this party on the White House lawn? Hmm, I wonder, who was the chief of staff and the, the assistant to the president in the early 90s? Let's just take a trip to Wikipedia and let's see who was there. The Clinton years. Podesta served as both an assistant to the president and as deputy chief of staff. Earlier, from January 1993 to 1995, he was assistant to the president, staff secretary, and the senior policy advisor on the government information, privacy, telecommunications, security, and regulatory policy. Okay, this is a timeline of Hillary's work specifically involving infants and children, and I'm going to hone in on some of the things that I think are important uh, in regards to this video. You can see here in 1997, she promoted the nationwide immunization against childhood diseases, initiated and shepherded the Adoption and Safe Families Act, which provided funding for efforts in encouraging adoption. So the exact funding scheme that I mentioned earlier in this video. In 1999, she was instrumental in passing the Foster Care Independence Act, which launched the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Yes. Moving on, we see in 2009, she partnered with the Polaris Project, who runs the National Human Trafficking Resource Center and Hotline, <laughs> to build an anti-trafficking approach replicable worldwide. In 2012, they hosted a Clinton Global Initiative Conference focusing on human trafficking with former President Obama as a keynote speaker. So I want you to hear yourself and hear how ridiculous it is to say, why would the sound of freedom bring attention to something they are doing? And I need you to get over that hump and familiarize yourself with your enemy's tactics. They're the ones steering the narratives. They're the ones gatekeeping the truth. Exactly. They're the ones creating the problem in order to give you the solution. The end will always justify the means. And this archived website proves just that. They actually say responding to tragedy created as a reaction to heinous crimes committed against children. We now take a proactive approach to child protection. And this was launched uh, with Hillary Clinton. There's a lot more, but there's your direct connection to Clinton. Let's move on. Here is an archived website from the ClintonFoundation.org uh, where they talk. She's showing all the screenshots in the background about the Polaris project where they're going to build an anti-trafficking approach worldwide. Uh, at the bottom right, you'll see that there is a Center for Missing and Exploited Children partnership there. So the Polaris project was created. There is a direct link from the Polaris project to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and it does all connect back to the Clintons. Okay, so... The Clinton Global Initiative partnered with the Polaris Project in 2009. The Polaris Project operates the National Human Trafficking Resource Center and runs the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Polaris is based out of D.C. is funded by the Department of Health and Human Services. They create a database of organizations across the globe to monitor human trafficking. 
They state by enabling actors in the anti-human trafficking field to better locate, identify, and connect. So anyone who purports themselves to be an expert in anti-human trafficking should know this fact, and they shouldn't be utilizing this number, should they? Right. Think about how they infiltrate and gatekeep legitimate patriots in every single way and avenue. They have an entire system to do it for child trafficking, too. Right. Started with them creating the entire database to trap children via Polaris, which is partnered with the Clinton Foundation. Yep. Peter Thiel from Palantir manages the intelligence behind the database. Then you have a Podesta on the inside. So don't tell me you want to help child trafficking victims and you were ignorant to the involvement of our own government and NGOs in it. So they create this database. They claim it's the most comprehensive database of modern-day slavery organizations ever compiled for the public. And right there, they're telling you the truth. So now... Let's go back to Sound of Freedom and some other organizations that use this number. All right, back to Sound of Freedom. Who's paying for this movie to come about? I think Jim's. Aren't you putting the bill? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, a great group of people have come together um, uh, to, to, to invest in this. Jim Caviezel, Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard, they're being interviewed by Fox 13 regarding an, an um, Operation Underground Railroad. Tim Ballard, the Mormon, yoked up with Glenn Beck, Operation Underground Railroad, supposedly saving all these children. So who's financing all this? Who's financing this? <laughs> it, it, a great group of people have come together um, uh, to, to, to invest in this, in this production. Uh, 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 some of them, the, the, the Carlos Slim family is, is, is involved <laughs> really? uh, from Mexico. The folks who don't know who uh, Carlos Slim is, uh, tell them who he is. He's, he's um, one of the wealthiest men on the, on, in, in the world. Yeah. Um, and generally speaking, the wealthiest men in the, on the planet are typically really good guys. I mean, they would never be involved in anything nefarious or have any associations that are nefarious, right? now. never. The telecommunications in Mexico, Latin America. His son Patrick is the kind of the real, uh, the the point of contact for, for that. He's very passionate about what about what we're doing and, and fighting trafficking. Yeah. Um, Largest shareholder in the Times is Carlos Slim. Now Carlos Slim, as you know, comes from Mexico. He's given many millions of dollars to the Clintons. <laughs> so Carlos Slim is. This is coming from Trump. He's given many millions to the Clintons. And he's the largest owner of paper. And their so. initiative. So Carlos Slim, largest owner of the paper from Mexico. Reporters at the New York Times. He's the, he's the largest owner of the New York Times, or I guess. So he says, reporters at the New York Times, they're not journalists, they're corporate. They're not journalists. They're corporate lobbyists for Carlos Slim and for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Carlos Slim also oh, gave $100 million to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Oh. Worked alongside Clinton. In Haiti. Oh, the the Bill and Melinda Gates for for Haiti, fun for Haiti, where they were going down there and abducting uh, the children and not giving. Um, they weren't giving anybody any real care, and they were pocketing the money and they were using that as child sex slavery. Yeah, I reported on that at length. Just keep Haiti in the keyword search box. Uh, maybe Haiti and Clinton. You'll find it. I, I did an extensive report on that. Here it shows Haitian Prime Minister Max Bellavere speaks to reporters as Bill Clinton. And Canadian businessman Franck Gustra and Mexican businessman Carlos Slim 
look on at the port of prince at, at haiti so he's all involved in literally procuring children for these six sick deviant illuminati um devils that need these children to have their sex slave rituals and to drink their adrenochromized blood after they've been tortured and killed carlos slim who's funding the sound of silence and is yoked up with the clintons and is abducting children from haiti at least this is one one time that this was all going down he's he's a good guy though he's uh we we can trust him for sure as well as many other times many different fundings they're all he's also very close to the rothschilds oh, yes. yeah. here's a photo of mel gibson with him there's much more to dig here, but if you believe Bill Clinton is a catalyst to end human trafficking, you might as well believe that Tim Ballard is a catalyst to end human trafficking. Here's Operation Railroad endorsing Underground the Railroad. National Human Trafficking Hotline endorsing Ashton Kutcher. Mm -hmm. Ashton Kutcher is the founder of Thorn, described as digital anti-human trafficking software. Kutcher sits on the board of the McCain Institute next to Ernie Allen. The Thorn software is once again backed by Palantir, and all they're doing is really changing the. So the whole Aston Kutcher thing, where he was going against, I mean, it's it's all all this is controlled opposition. It's it's all based on lies. It's all they're all gatekeepers that literally procure these children at some level or another, and um, it's just the satanic control system that's been put in place. Same operation that was going on at the Clinton Foundation, just called something else because you found out what they were actually doing. Ernie Allen is a member of the McCain Institute and also longtime CEO of the NCMEC. So as you can see, cheering for the sound of freedom is like cheering for a human trafficking movie that was produced by the Clintons themselves. Here is Angel Studios. They might as well just put a billboard up advertising their connection to the Polaris Project. Okay, so this is Angel Studios who put out Sound of Silence, who's put out The Chosen. This is how to help how to help combat child trafficking. Okay, so this is where they're pointing to. This is their remedy, and you're going to see their remedy is totally evil and satanic. NCMEC and the Clinton hotline number. This is the okay, Child no. Liberation she, Foundation. She's going by way too fast. And I, I know I'm, I'm about out of time for this part, but right straight from Angel Studios, again, who put out Sound of Silence, many of the resources and trafficking stats below are pulled from Polaris Project, who we just was just exposed, and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, totally evil, wicked system, totally part of this, and the National Human Trafficking uh, is that Hotline, maybe? Again, they're pointing you back to the satanic remedy that has been put there, in this case, since 1984 and NCMEC, okay? They're pointing you back to the satanic remedy. You, None of this is a good option for this, but they control all sides of this. And that's why this movie, in some ways, is so very dangerous. Because if you start looking for Remy's, what can I do? Well, this is where you're going to get pointed. Hotline number. This is the Child Liberation Foundation, founded by Knights Tabler Paul Hutchinson, also ex-CIA, and nice. promoting and pushing the sound of freedom and the Clinton Holland. Here is a photo of Tim Ballard with Craig Sawyer, who sabotaged the CMEX investigation. Right. In yep. Arizona. Craig Sawyer, another one, that, that guy... I don't know. 
ex-Navy SEAL, some guy. I, I've learned about him a long time ago. He was really, really bad. There, It's like all the mainstream remedies for the child sex trafficking have all been infiltrated, have all been created by purpose, on, by design, on purpose, to steer you in the wrong direction. Uh, that Lewis Arthur found, he was a bodyguard for Hillary Clinton and John McCain, and then he later removed it and lies about it and gets extremely angry if you ever ask him about it. Yeah. He, of course, references the NCMEC number. Right. Now, let me show you some glaring hypocrisy. Here's Laura Logan, Flynn's child trafficking adrenochrome calling out sweetheart, insinuating that the cyber tip line for the NCMEC basically uses these intelligence services and uses it to control people and assets. Her words. While the film she's promoting is basically promoting them like a billboard. So does the Flynn organization America's Future, the same one that Liz Crokin is advertising here, and the same one that she sits on the board with of their Project Defend and Protect Our Children Little Flower Advisory Board, along with another CIA member, Basil Baz, as well as Jacob Buyens, Liz Crokin, Brian, I dress like Antifa, Gamble at J6, and Laura, I speak about adrenochrome with no agenda, Logan. And here's Laura Logan mocking anyone who dares question the sound of freedom, even though her hypocrisy is blinding. These people must be getting paid a ton of money to profit off the atrocity of child sex trafficking and exploit that notion yeah, and don't give me that oh maybe they don't know because if they don't know they have no business sitting on a board of an anti-trafficking organization yeah i agree okay we're out of time on this one i was wanting to get this whole subject in that i can't cover it. this part gotta go into the part two to cover the rest so god bless you and see you in part two